Good morning, good morning, good morning my friends. This is, I call it the musicless Wednesday, so I pretend to dance with Dr. Philip and, and the gang here. Welcome to Principle 51. Oh my God, I love, I love, love this principle. It talks about um, keep, not, not 51, sorry guys. Is it 51? Is it 51? Did I write down? Yeah, 51. Is about 54. 54. Yes. And Maria, your, your microphone is weird. My microphone is weird? Yes, like we hear you like if you're far, far away and like there is some, maybe your hair or something that is itchy. Okay, hang on. How's this? Is this better? <laughs> I, I uh, bought new headphones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can laugh. You can laugh. Okay, it, it's better. It's not perfect, but now it's better. But Is maybe it better? It's okay. It's okay. I don't like okay. Take off your vest. I don't like okay. Okay, give me a second, guys. Give me a second. So, Marie-Pierre, while I set up, talk to them about the contest, please. Okay, and you can just take off your vest and you will be okay. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I can hear myself. Oh, it's my fault, my fault, my fault. <laughs> it's been too long that she's done the podcast. Okay, so yes, we have the contest that we have on the group Les Millionaires Deuxièmes Inspirational Group on Facebook. So we have our top five in the month who contribute the most on the group that will receive a gift, Les Millionaires des Diamants. And everyone that will contribute on the group will be in the draw to want to win a pot of value of $300. So every time you comment on a post with six words and more, it counts. Every time you will post on the group, it counts uh, to contribute on the group. Every time you will put a reaction to a post, it counts. And every time you invite someone new to the group and that person posts to say thank you to invite me on the group both of you will get a ticket in the draw so at the end of the month we will do the draw and our top five will receive the gift automatically now i'm very very excited i am very very excited is it better guys is it better Yes, because we've shopped Marie-Pierre and I for the gifts. And of course, it was for personal usage. And I'm telling you, it's worth to be in the top five. And you know, Marie-Pierre, what else I was looking at? I was looking at, is there a way to um, see who's inviting the most? I would love to say we want to thank Danny. She invited 11 people to the group in the month of August. Is there a way to to showcase who has had the most invitations? Anyways, I'm throwing that your way. I'm trying to find opportunities to give gifts, okay? So it's all going to be about the millionaire mindset. And of course, you know, all our logo items is, is the millionaires of the diamonds. So it's a great way for your mind to say, I am a multimillionaire. I am a multimillionaire. That being said, uh, once again, thank you. And I'm going to take this moment uh, to thank all our co contributors. And I was I was reading Patricia Brousseau, that poster that you put, Change the World by Your Example, really touched home with me. A lot of people are great conversationalists. I don't know if that's a word. Anyways, they like to talk a lot and they're great talkers. They're great articulators. But it reminds me of, uh, you know, walking fast, going nowhere. They know how to talk properly, but 
they're not executing what they're saying. Okay. Uh, I really love that. Caroline Boucher, why people struggle with money. And one, it's one of the people on the Shark Tank, one of the greatest real estate brokers in New York. And I absolutely love that video. So go, it's spot on. Go check it out. Danny, thank you. The, the anxiety poster, because everybody in the 21st century is living anxiety. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and Jacqueline, you know, what to say, what to say with all the content she's putting in videos. I'm telling you guys, uh, there's the podcast, there's the books I'm reading with, with the conditioning program. And then there is the training that Jacqueline is sending my way. So I, once again, a big thank you. And I see that the community is growing, growing, growing everywhere. And I know it's about the warm welcome that Matthew, Lee's you're doing, Sylvie is doing, and every single one of you making everybody feel good to join. Remember, when we walk in a room, we don't know anybody. It feels uncomfortable until somebody addresses us and says, hey, Sabrina, I see you. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your commitment. And this is what the subject is about today in chapter principle 54 about Jack Kenfield, keeping your agreements. And as I read it today and I reread it, I read it yesterday, reread it this morning, dived a little bit deeper. It's about, I want you to write it down. I, I want you to write it down. I, I created my own acronym pack. It's, it's, it's not just about agreements. It's about keeping your promises. Yes, about keeping your agreements and keeping your commitments. It's at all three levels. Now, I know they're, they, they, they are slightly alike, but they aren't. An agreement is, is a written contract, you know. Um, a commitment is, I, I, I said to you I was going to do it and I didn't do it. And a, a promise is what, you know, you often, I promise my kids I'm going to take them to Walt Disney and now they're married and they have their own kids and I never took them. So, so I want you to englobe today's struck, um, information as a pact. It's about the promises, the agreements, and the commitments. And life is all about keeping them. Life is all about keeping them. The idea is simple. The better we are at keeping our pact, our promises, our agreements, our commitments, the the better my life turns out, the more successful I become. I cannot be successful if I'm not keeping my word. I cannot be successful if I'm not keeping my word. Why? Because people won't trust me. So if I'm going to say something, this is what you're going to walk away with, okay? If I'm going to say something, it's because I'm going to do it. So Jean-Philippe will explain the high cost of not keeping your pact, not keeping your promises, your agreements, your commitments, and that it directly affects your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and your self-respect. Then we're going to go over to Sabrina, who will give us tips on making and keeping agreements. And remember, it's not about just feeling about uh, feeling like doing it. It's about also we have to. I don't I, at the level I am at in my life right now, and you know, we've calculated with my husband, there's over a million dollars of passive income. Can you imagine that, Sabrina? Can you imagine all done with a plastic product I started selling door to door back in 1983, okay? Uh, so there's a lot of things I don't feel like doing anymore, but I do them because it is my duty. There's a duty. So Sabrina's gonna cover that. And then we're gonna close off with Marie Piaille on always understanding the rules of the game. If you don't build relationship, which is part of the rules of the games, you'll never have the your tribe that is there to support you to keep the agreements, the promises, 
the commitment. So it takes a tribe, it takes a village for you to be able to do that. So with no further ado, over to Jean-Philippe. Thank you, Maria. And what is interesting is that Jack Canfield, during some of his seminar, is actually doing some of the experiments, okay, and some experience just to show actually that even if it's in a seminar, okay, how people react when they say that they will keep promises. So during some of his seminar, some of his class, he, um, he asked people to sign a contract okay on which there is a couple rules that they say that they will respect and not broke and what actually happens is, is that after three days more more than 50 percent of the people that took their class that say that signed that contract and say they will respect those rules that uh, that have broken like some of the rules, like at least one during the seminar. So what it discover is that actually, okay, is that flippancy which we, with which we give our words, but also that flippancy with which we then break our promises that we just take. So what is happening? Okay, there is two things that is happening. There is a cost that is external and there is a cost that is internal so what is that external cost where actually we will lose trust from other people we will lose respect from our family from our colleagues we will lose credibility okay from our client and from our friends also so this is the external cost people will have difficulty to trust you but what is that internal cost? It's actually that you, when you break some of your promises, you put some confusion in your own life, okay? Because you cannot know if you're able to trust yourself to accomplish something. So every promises, okay, is a commitment that you make to yourself. Even if it's a promises that you make to somebody, yes, I'll go take the kids at school yes i'll wash the dishes yes i'll take out the trash yes i'll do that so even those small promises okay is a promises that you made to yourself so even if like it's a promises that you make to a friend to a member of your family your partner your brain register it okay like if it's a promises that you made to yourself and when you break it okay you become actually suspicious of your own word that's the reason why now people don't want to take any promises because they say i don't trust anybody but actually is that they don't trust themselves okay so you're less confident when you break a promises you lose your self-esteem you lose your self-respect you lose faith in your ability to accomplish something you lose your integrity and your integrity is actually not only you lose it but it's falling apart so when you take a commitment when you made a promises to yourself or your spouse or your kids and you say yes i will wake up at six every morning just to do a little uh, a little exercise and you snooze you started to snooze you're sending a strong message to your subconscious that is telling you i cannot respect my word i cannot respect the promises that i just made to myself so 
It is really important, okay, as we often said, we need to win. So at first, when you're making promises, instead of starting making promises to other people, start making promises to yourself, as small as it can be. You are in an MLM. Yes, today, I will put an order of $100. I will sell $100. So I will be in action. I will do whatever it takes. I won't go to bed until I have accomplished it. Today, I'm going to clean the closet. Today, I'm going to put my grocery in my this, 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 this. So those small promises, okay? Today, I will wash the dog. Today, I will go have a walk with my dog to have some exercise. So those small promises are really important because when you will accomplish them, you will gain confidence, okay? And you will win. So then you will have more self-esteem of yourself and you will start to build back your integrity. So we have to understand that when you cannot, okay, uh, um, fulfill a promises that you just made yourself, okay, you're lowering your self-esteem and your integrity. So when you are taking a promises, an agreement or a commitment, it's really important that you keep it because if you stop, okay, just or you don't, you just say yes to somebody just for a little approbation. This would have such a huge impact on all of your uh, uh, of your person. So it's really important not to just do that because you're looking for approbation. So how how can I be sure that I keep those promises and I choose the right one? This is what Sabrina is going to help us with. Yes, because we realize that. Sometimes it's not because we don't want to do our promises that we did. It's just because we took too much. We did too much promises in the same week. So we need, first of all, to there's four points. We need, first of all, to say yes only to the things that we have the intention to do. Saying yes and knowing that you won't do it because you don't want to do it or because you don't have time to or because you're... Don't say yes. <laughs> because you, as Jean-Philippe said, you will lose your confidence or you people will lose the confidence that they have. They won't trust you anymore. I have an example, as I said, I have one of my friends, we, we don't still ask him to go for a dinner with us because every time eh, during the day, one or two hours before the dinner, he calls us and he said that he won't go. But I'm, I'm sure that for sure that the salad that we ask him to bring was not ready because he already decided that he wasn't go. So don't be this person that's saying yes, but knowing that you don't feel of doing it, so you're not going. But as we said, we have stuff that we don't feel doing it, but we know that we need to or we should do. For example, even if you don't feel waking up during the night when your baby is waking up, you're doing it anymore. <laughs> so it's not because, oh, I don't feel 
uh, <laughs> waking up during the night, so I will let him cry all the night. <laughs> it's not working like that. It's just that if you know that you won't, you won't um, be engaged in this uh, this promises. Just don't do the promises. First thing. Second thing, put it in your agenda. If someone asks you something and you say yes, putting it in your agenda. It's why we have, we still have paper agenda. It's why we have reminder on our cell phone. Because when you're looking to your agenda and you look all the stuff that you already have, you will realize that I cannot put a new engagement. So you will say, okay, I realize when I'm looking to my agenda that I cannot take an engagement this week. So you can say, I can do it, but next Monday. So the person will decide, okay, is it okay for me that the job is done next Monday? or I will find another person. Yesterday, I have an example. Someone asked me a video and I said, I can do the video, but not right now. I can send you the video tonight, but if you need it right now, you need to find someone else. And she told me, no problem. You can send me tomorrow morning if it's better for you. And I sent her yesterday night because for me, when I told her I can send you uh, at night, but it was because for me, it, it was easy in my schedule to do it at this moment. So you're putting it in your agenda, but you also tell to the person because it's more engaging when you tell her, I will send you at night, just because you say it, you, you have a, an engagement, uh, with this person. So be sure to putting it in your agenda and you will see if you did too much promises you will really because on my my cell phone i don't see that my schedule is full it's look easier i think on my cell phone but on a paper agenda when i'm looking at it i say oh okay it means that I, I cannot <laughs> or i have too much thing during the day if you're doing a to-do list when you're doing your to-do list in your conditioning program, you will realize that your to-do list, to-do list, it's already full. So if someone asking you something for today, you will say, mm, my day is already full. And uh, the third point, if you realize that you're not able to do it or you're not able to be at the meeting that you should be, say it the faster as you can. I know that for some people, oh, I'm afraid of what she will say, so I will wait to tell her. No, <laughs> tell her when you know that you won't be there. And um, this weekend we have some visit, last weekend we had some visit for uh, apartment that we are renting. And we, we said, the engagement, it's no more there in society. People are taking um, hours to visit apartment. They don't show up 
and they don't answer so first of all i don't want you as uh <laughs> that you rent my apartment but you know that you won't be there at 11 please tell me i won't wait you until 11 15 and look that you just not look to my message and don't answer <laughs> my my husband uh, um sell her car three times people tell me I'm in road. I will be at your house in one hour. So my husband was doing all their job to be sure that he is at home at the right moment. They don't show up. So don't be this kind of person. You cannot be there. Tell it the fast as you can because we cannot trust you anymore if you're not doing it. And the last thing before saying yes be sure that you are able to do it at the beginning we say okay do you feel of doing it or not uh, what it but now it's do you have time to because when in your schedule you say yes to something it means that you say no to another stuff it means that you need to take off something of your schedule because i know that for all of you your schedule is full so if you're adding something, it's because you need to take off something. Sometimes it will be your personal training that you will uh, take off of your schedule. Sometimes it will be the nap that you say, oh, I won't do my nap today because I don't have time. I have too much things to do. But you will live with the result. So ask you the question. I was the one that was saying yes really fast uh, before now i'm i'm just taking a couple of seconds just to look to my schedule just to say okay if i'm doing it what will be the rest of my week and learn to say no when it's not fitting for sure we are engaged in our business for sure we are doing a lot of stuff but before saying yes we really need to understand that if I'm saying, is it a real yes? If I'm saying yes, we'll be engaged to do it. And what will be the result on my own schedule at the rest of the week? So now when I'm saying yes, it's real yes. I'm happy to do it. I'm engaged in what I will do. Uh, even if I have full schedule, if I'm saying yes, because I know that it will bring me something or it will bring something to our organization. And uh, Marie-Pierre, I know that you find some rules, there's some rules also to help, to be sure that we will respect our engagement. Yes, thank you, Sabrina, because it's so important. We always have to work with people. So we always have to have a relationship with other people, with your friends, with your family, with staff, with coaches, with boss, with the directors, with client, customer, partner, associate, student, teacher, everyone around you, you have to have those relationships to work. So you need to set up what they call in the book, the rules of engagement or the rule of the game. So how are we going to play together? What are the ground rules and guidelines for that relationship for that relationship so it's going to work well so it's so important because those guidelines will help you set expectation and boundaries 
for everyone. So it's established trust and respect in the relationship. Having relationship rules will help you to start out misunderstanding and avoid hurting each other's feelings. It will create a sense of responsibility, stability, and security in the relationship. And of course, the, uh, having relationship rules will create mutual trust, love, and respect. So it's so important. So they tell us in the book, they have seven rules. So yes, you are ready with any relationship. So rule number one, be willing to support our purpose, value, rules, and goals. Number two, speak with good purpose. Even if it doesn't serve, don't say it. No making people wrong, justifying, or defending. Rule number three, if you disagree or do not understand, ask clarifying questions. Don't make the other person wrong. Rule number four, make only agreement you are willing and intend to keep. Rule number five, if you can keep an agreement, communicate as soon as practical, as practical to the appropriate person. Clear up any broken agreement at the first appropriate opportunity. Rule number six, when something is not working, first look to the system for correction and then propose a system-based solution to the person who can do something about it. And rule number seven, be responsible, no blaming, no defending, no justifying, and no shaming. So just take the time to absorb those seven rules. Just think about it with any relationship. If you say, okay, this is our rule. Of course, you will have trust, you will have respect, you have love in those relationships. And as Maria was talking this morning, I have to add something. I, I need it. <laughs> Because yes, when we say, oh, there's no more engagement, but something that maybe was not there a few years ago is that anxiety that we talked about a little bit this morning. And I, I look at the statistic, I have to. <laughs> so one person out of three that you meet have anxiety. And respecting engagement when you're dealing with anxiety is really challenging. So you need to have some strategy to have some support because yes, it's something that you can do. It's possible to respect all your engagement, but you need some strategy. And of course, Everyone experience is unique, so you need to uh, find a strategy that will work best for you. So just quickly, five things that I found for you. If you have anxiety, number one, prioritize and plan. So assess your commitment and prioritize them based on their importance. Number two, set realistic expectations. So be realistic about what you can accomplish. Don't overcommit yourself. Number three, practice self-care. It's so important, practice self-care. Number four, break tasks into smaller steps. So if when you're feeling anxious, the idea of completing a big task can be daunting. So break tasks into smaller, more manageable steps. And number five, build a support system. So surround yourself with supportive friends, family or colleagues who understand and can provide encouragement when you feel overwhelmed. So I know it's something that one of the three person that you meet have anxiety. So I had to add this little thing. Yes, it's possible to respect your engagement. Even if you're dealing with anxiety, you just need to find 
your strategy that will be work best for you. Oh, I love it, Marie-Pierre. You know what I'm gonna ask you to do? Print it, print it. I print my documents, I file them up. At any given time that I'm looking for an idea, I just go in. I know we can put it on the computer, but I like paper and pen. So in closing, I just want you to imagine that you've built a tower. Your life is a tower, visualize it. You know, there's that beautiful game with the pieces of wood and we play, we remove a wood, we remove a wood and then the one who makes it collapse loses. Okay, so I want you to imagine this, a tower. This is you, brick by brick, all your life you're building it, representing each promise and agreement, um, each promise and agreement you have made and commitment you have made, okay? This is what it represents, pack, promise, agreement, commitment, perfect. And every time you break an agreement, you break a promise, you break a commitment, you're removing a brick, you're removing a brick, you're removing a brick. What's gonna happen over time is you, if you're not careful, the tower will crumble. Now, you use this metaphor for yourself. Once a tower is crumbled, you know what happens, okay? Now, I want you to picture Instead, a tower standing tall, built on a solid foundation. And you've kept your packs, right? Your promises. You've kept your agreements. You kept your commitments. Now, remember, every time you keep a promise, every time you keep a commitment, every time you keep an agreement, what you are doing is you are doing it for yourself first and foremost. I kept my agreement. Yes, that is happy. But most importantly, I'm proud of me. I said I would bring my team to number one in the world. It took the time it took, but we brought them to number one in the world. I, I kept my promise and I'm keeping my promise right now. I'm telling you, you're going to finish on top of the world and you're going to have the biggest turnaround. I know I will keep it. Now, every time I do this, what is happening is my integrity is growing. My self-esteem is growing. My confidence is growing. You can't just be, I can't just be a great talker and not deliver on my talks. So it's about some being someone others can trust and being someone you can trust yourself. I trust me. I know that when I put something in my mind, I will have the determination and the discipline to make it happen, okay? Or would you rather be the person with the crumbling tower or the one with a tall, magnificent, solid, unwavering structure? Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, Marie-Pierre shared their insights or tips today on how to make that happen. The rule is simple. Keep your word. Now, I know a lot of are listening to the podcast and oh, shit, I don't give my word. I always give my And I don't want you leaving me by not feeling good about yourself. Start today. Stand up and challenge yourself to something. We're in Tupperware right now. It's the close of week three. Can you challenge yourself to something that you're going to do? $100 of sales and rise. As Steinova kept saying all the time, Okay, think, can you truly commit? So yes, dream big, dream of the big tower. Start small, but I need you right now, right after my podcast, right after my podcast, to engage yourself, to commit, to, 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 to promise, to, to, to make an agreement, and to hold on to it before midnight tonight and watch your life begin to change. You know, it's all about me. Who is the person I have to become to achieve my next level? My words and my results have to match. I can't just talk great here, have great charisma, look good, blah, 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 
and never deliver the merchandise. Do you understand me, guys? I must deliver the merchandise, but you need to start small. I love you so much. See you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us.